Ciao. Tenants and landlords have rights and responsibilities. My name is Nico James Bach. I'm a broker with Royal Page Signature Realty in Toronto. In today's podcast, I'll be outlining those rights and responsibilities, as well as offering tips, do's and don'ts, and resources for additional information. Tribunals.ca. This is the go-to place for all things related to landlords and tenants in Ontario. There you can find forms, filing procedures, and fees, as well as a breakdown of the application and hearing process. Rental scams. So CBC News recently broke a story about a couple that narrowly escaped losing $4,400 as a result of a rental scam. Earlier last month, one of the prospective tenants came across an ad on the rental app Pad Pod Pad Mapper for a two-bedroom loft in a condo building in Toronto's Liberty Village neighborhood for $2,200 a month. Seemed like a good deal. The biggest warning sign that something could be a scam was when the landlord or landlord's rep renting out the apartment was not available to meet in person and was asking for money up front. First, a landlord renting out a space is going to either want to meet the prospective tenant or have a representative, a rental agent, meet the the prospective tenant, preferably at the property or nearby. IDs should be checked by all parties. For the couple in question, the final straw came after they asked a real estate agent they know how to look they asked a real estate agent they know to look into who owns the Liberty Village loft. Property records showed the real owner's name was completely different. This is why ID verification is so important. You can't lease a place that you don't own, the couple said. So that was kind of when they knew for sure that this was a scam and that they shouldn't move any money whatsoever. The couple contacted Toronto Police and are waiting to speak to an investigator. The old adage applies here. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Do's and don'ts. These will apply to both landlords and tenants. So on the do side, do trust your instincts. Do ask to see credentials if dealing directly with a private individual. Meet with the individual, the owner, property manager, or tenant. At the very least, have a Zoom video call first, where each show photo ID, business card, other credentials. Do familiarize yourself with landlords and tenant, the Landlord and Tenant Board and with the Residential Tenancies Act. Residential Tenancy Act in Ontario is an Ontario law that gives landlords and tenants specific rights and responsibilities. It provides rules for increasing the rent, evicting a tenant, maintenance, etc. Under the Residential Tenancy Act, the Landlord Tenant Board was created to solve disputes between tenants and landlords. Do use either a realtor or rental agent, and they can be the same person. Many landlords and investors use their realtor as the rental agent um, to look after things after the property has been rented. On the don'ts side, don't pay any money up front until you know where it is going. Don't pay more than first and last month's rent. It's against the law to do so. 
specifically relating to landlords. A landlord has the right to choose a tenant using income information, credit checks, credit references, rental history, guarantees. A landlord can ask what your income is, if you work, and where you work, how many people will be living with you, the names of people who will be living with you, if you have pets, if you smoke, permission to do a credit check requiring full name, date of birth, current address, hence the importance of ID verification. References from past landlords, and in some cases, if you have a guarantor or co-signer. Landlords can decline a prospective tenant based on the answers to the above questions. For example, poor rental history, including rent arrears, having pets, or if your landlord is not confident, your income is sufficient to cover the rent. A landlord is not allowed to ask if you are pregnant or have children, if you plan to have children, or if you plan to have more children, if you are married, single, or divorced, your religion or ethnic background, your sexual orientation, if you get welfare or other public assistance, if you have a disability, your age, even if you are 16 or 17, as long as you are living away from your parents, if you are a Canadian citizen. A landlord must not discriminate against potential tenants. Landlords are entitled to collect rent in full on the day that it is due. The landlord must provide tenants with a receipt for rent paid upon request. The landlord or tenancy agreement cannot require post-dated checks or require automatic debit. Now, for tenants, read your lease carefully. Cannot stress this enough before you sign it. And ask for help if you do not understand it. You can call the tenant hotline at 416-921-9494. You could speak to a realtor. You could speak to a lawyer. You could speak to legal aid. You can speak to the landlord and tenant tribunal. Tenants do not have to renew the lease when it expires. You automatically become a month-to-month tenant, period. All the terms of your original lease continue even if you do not sign a new lease. If you want to move out, however, you must give the property owner 60 days, so two full months, written notice before the end of your tenancy, if on a fixed-term lease, 28 days if on a weekly or daily tenancy, and those do exist. You may owe your landlord more rent if you do not give the notice in proper time. Tenants are responsible for paying rent in full on the day that it is due. The only security deposit your landlord can legally collect is a rent deposit, often called a last month's rent deposit. Your landlord may collect this deposit when you enter into a tenancy agreement or lease. If you pay your rent by the month, the amount of the deposit cannot be more than one month's rent. Your rent deposit can only be used as rent payment for the last rental period before you move out. You cannot stop paying your rent even if there are maintenance or repair problems or other issues, including rodent or insect infestations, or if your landlord is not respecting your rights as a tenant. Always pay your rent to help protect yourself from eviction. 
Your landlord cannot increase your rent until at least 12 months have passed since either the day your rental unit was first rented to you or since your last rental increase. This is uh, called the 12-month rule. In addition, a landlord cannot raise your rent without first giving you at least 90 days written notice. Damage and cleaning deposits are illegal. Landlords cannot use your rent deposit to pay for damages, cleaning, or other issues. If you signed a one-year lease, you can continue to live in your home on a month-to-month basis when your lease ends, even if your lease has not been renewed or terminated. Your landlord cannot make you renew or re-sign your lease, and your landlord cannot change the terms of your lease without your permission. Your landlord and or lease cannot require you to provide post-dated rent checks. As well, a landlord cannot force you to pay your rent in cash. Your landlord must provide a receipt anytime you make a payment. You should always request a receipt for your rent deposit when you pay any amount of rent or when you make any other payments to your landlord. Your landlord may try to collect charges and or fees that are illegal, including late payment fees and charging extra rent for guests staying with you. Both of these and many other charges and or fees are illegal and prohibited by the Residential Tenancies Act. As of May 30th, 2017, rent control has been expanded to most private rental units in Ontario. This simply means that, with some exceptions, the maximum amount your landlord can increase your rent is the amount set by Ontario's rental increase guideline. Tenants can be evicted during the winter. There is an urban myth that a landlord cannot evict you in the winter. That's simply not true. It's important to know that in Ontario, most but not all tenancies are regulated by the Residential Tenancies Act, to which I referred at the beginning of this podcast. Exceptions are if you live in social housing, co-op housing, or you share a kitchen or a bathroom or other space with the owner or family member of the owner, uh, the rules may be different for you in these cases. So now I want to direct my attention to the lease itself. Leases and tenancy agreements are contracts between a property owner and a tenant. They usually indicate the length of the tenancy, in in most cases 12 months or 24 months, the amount of rent, services that will be included in the rent. These have to be specified. Parking, cable, heat, electricity, air conditioning, The lease is called a residential tenancy agreement. It doesn't have any other name, okay? For most residential tenancies, new agreements signed on or after March 1st, 2021 must use the updated standard lease dated December 2020. The lease must contain the legal name and address of the landlord. The landlord must provide a copy of a signed tenancy agreement to the tenant within 21 days of the tenancy beginning. So here are some useful uh, resources, Uh, the Community Legal Education Ontario and Your Legal Rights. Both offer free, practical, plain language legal information to those who face barriers accessing the justice system, and information is available in a variety of language and formats. There's also the Advocacy Centre for Tenants Ontario and the Tenant Duty Council Program. They both offer uh, tip sheets to assist tenants facing eviction. Low-income tenants can also get help from their local legal aid clinic. 
To ensure your interests are protected, retain or formally seek advice from a lawyer, hire a realtor, and consult with landlord and tenant board. So that's it for uh, this episode. You can always reach out to me through my various channels, Instagram, Nico underscore real estate, my Facebook business page, real estate with Nico, my websites, uh, nico.rollapage.ca or realestatewithnico.com. Ciao.